0: You are listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. Hey, it's Chris. The point of today's message is to tell you what the common trait is that I've found with dealing with literally thousands of agents in our space as to what caused them to fail, the ones that did. You know, the small business stats are something like two out of ten small businesses will ultimately succeed. And in our niche specifically, that is Medicare, I've taken note of what it is about the people who actually quit. Uh, What traits were in common with them. And now I've gotten it almost down to a science. When I consult with somebody who's uh, considering coming into our space or they tell me that they've made a commitment to do so uh, with no limit on what their commitment level will be, I can tell right off within the first 10 minutes whether they're going to succeed or not. And unfortunately, uh, as much help as I want to give them, it doesn't matter because internally they've already made a commitment to fail. So the first thing that I've identified is they are going to try it. And as much as they'll say that they're committed to it, they still have the attitude that they're going to try this niche. They may have done uh, final expense insurance before, they may have done property and casualty, they might have have done any other kind of insurance, but when they're focused on our niche, specifically with regard to Medicare, um, their indication is that they're gonna try it by they want somebody else to do most of it for them. They're not fully committed to the part of the education that's required. Say, at first, believe wholeheartedly that in order to succeed in this or any other business, you have to treat yourself as a consumer. You have to have such an inquisitive mind that you're going to ask yourself, what is it that my consumer is going to ask me as a question? What do I need to know from A to Z that they will be asking me all the way through the process? And if you can't answer that question, then there's no business even trying. And the first level of that is. Every senior, when they're turning 65, new to Medicare, gets the Medicare & New guidebook. So I can't believe it sometimes when I've talked to an agent who may have been in the business before they found me or my site, like three months, six months, and they still, to this day, have not even read the Medicare & New guidebook. Uh, for Jiminy Crickets, it's available. You can download it from Medicare.gov any time of the day or stop by a Social Security office and pick up a real copy or call Medicare and tell them you need one. But to the extent that someone is in this business or say that they are and they've not even read what the consumer themselves are reading, it just shows me a very low level of commitment and a very low probability that they're going to succeed in this niche because they're not putting themselves in the seat of the consumer. What is the consumer actually exposing themselves to based on what the government is telling them? And the next level of success is, what does that book not cover? What can you find online as a consumer? What are you searching for? What are you watching? What are you reading? Uh, What forums are you going to? You have to be kind of like a detective in solving the problems of what a consumer is going to go through when they're either signing up for Medicare the first time or endeavoring to find out more about the new plans that are out there. What's new in the marketplace? How committed have you been to signing up for other forums and other news sources like Google News, for instance, and finding out what's changing in the world of Medicare? When's the last time you went on Medicare.gov and looked at the press release pages and seeing what they're trying to notify the public about with regard to changes on Medicare? All of those things are things that your consumers, especially the people who are um, serious about their journey and learning everything that they can, they are availing themselves of that information. So we as agents, if we're going to take the fiduciary responsibility of their financial life in our own hands, we have the obligation to do no less than the most inquisitive consumer would be doing, and that is researching everything that's available. Another common trait of someone who's uh, not really going to make it in this business is they think that everything is going to be handed to them on a silver platter. That is, through one FMO or one channel or one website or one source, they're going to get every answer to everything that they need, as opposed to Again, being the person who's going to go out there and beat the bushes and discover everything that's out there in the market. See, as many exposures as I've had to over 10,000 consumers myself and the agents who've been experienced with them, all the scenarios that we've ever come up against, all the problems with Part B and implementation of MACRA and IRMA and all the other things that are unique to Medicare that no other line of insurance has to deal with, still I've not seen it all, have not heard every scenario that can possibly be out there. But to the extent that a new agent or even an experienced agent will say, you know what, I want my FMO or I want my upline to have the de facto solution for every single possible scenario that's ever come up with regard to my client as opposed to researching that solution for yourself. And certainly there's a lot to be said for having a community of agents that share ideas and share experiences and that's what we have on my website. But to the extent that you're going to say somebody out there owes me an explanation as opposed to you're going to be your own investigator and research it for yourself, come up with a documentation and the solution that I do all the time in support tickets for our agents. And that's how I've gotten the most experience, I believe, is living vicariously through all the agents that are collectively having tens of thousands of contacts with prospects finding out their unique questions and problems and solutions, going out and finding the documentation that backs it up and then answering support tickets. It's a very unique perspective, but I'm just surprised at the amount of uh, agents that are out there that have not even done the simplest cursory search on Google or on the Medicare website to answer even the most simple questions. And so when I want to give the answer, even if I know it like the back of my hand, I want to get the documentation that answers that so that that agent in the future will know oh this is how you can go find that answer but you just can't simply rely on somebody else to be available And so many agents that I know of they have their contracts with these uh, contract houses where they're like wholesalers for uh, just contracts and the marketers may not even be licensed but they certainly have no experience in selling to seniors and they're asking those people answers to questions about scenarios that are actually dealing with with seniors. And I'm talking about technical stuff, not even the presentation style or how to best convince somebody or how to sell over the phone, most of which none of the FMOs that are hawking contracts on a wholesale level even have a beginning knowledge on how to do. I'm just talking about how Medicare works in general. So the brand new agent will put so much reliability in their their own mind on the fact that, well, if I give you a contract, that means that whoever has my contract is going to be solely the de facto source uh, for all the questions that I'm going to have for Medicare or even how the insurance company or the plan works. And they oftentimes don't have a clue. That w- that should be one of the criteria upon which you decide who to give your contract to is what is the experience level with the person who's getting your contract from you and inherent, inherent in that relationship is they're making an override on top of you and still they won't be able to help you when you have questions about trial right, or guarantee issue, or what states should be paying you full commission because it's the law in those states, or finding a commission problem, or solving an issue with getting a case uh, issued in a weird state. Um, So many times people just get a contract merely because they get a message on LinkedIn from somebody who has nothing better to do and no marketing game themselves, except to sit there and hound agents all day for their contracts. See, I believe that if somebody's marketing is working, and you find them, then that's an indicator that they might be able to help you with your own marketing, you think? Except for the fact that somebody's just cold calling agents all the time, cold calling prospects all the time. The next level of uh, being able to master this game as as any insurance game or any marketing business is being able to create your own incoming lead funnel. We've talked a lot about that and it's more of a, a maturity in the business to the agent who can generate their own uh, incoming source of leads so somebody who can actually make it rain by having somebody call them and say I want to buy from you rather than an agent who might have been in the business for twenty something years and they're still doing direct mail you know cold prospecting or they're still doing telemarketing with absolutely no foundation in building something that's a referral based business where you're getting leads all the time from existing clients or a marketing funnel system where you're building enough content online in any shape or form to the point that people are actually seeking you out that's the next level of progress that many agents just simply don't get to and to the extent that you might have a blip in your marketing whether it's direct mail or telemarketing or anything such that you go through a dry spell where you're not getting any leads and you're not getting any traction or For whatever reason, you can't follow up with that pipeline for the necessary conclusion that is maybe multiple steps with a person before they decide to ultimately do business with you. Maybe you get sick. Um, Maybe a family member gets sick and you have to take time out of the business. If you don't have a marketing system set up so that a funnel nurtures your prospect all the way through until they make an ultimate buying decision and then ultimately, hopefully, you've built a team of people who can write those applications at the other end if you're still a solopreneur and you're five years plus in this business, I believe you're doing something wrong because you just can't do everything yourself. Not if you want to be a real practitioner, a real professional in the business. You have to step back and you have to take the next step, I believe, to let somebody else take the reins. No, you don't have to grow to a thousand person call center like Spring Venture Group or even 60 or 100 people, but at least to have somebody else, the next generation as it were, to write the applications, to take that lead so that you can continue to work on your business instead of working in your business. When you take that next step, and I call it shifting from first gear where everything is hard, everything is being done by you, to shifting into second gear where it's a little bit smoother and you're going faster because somebody else is sitting in that front seat, you know, doing the driving. Only then can you really look at what the potential is in this business. Um, There's a scripture in the Bible that says that one can put a thousand a flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. And it's the synergistic model of two people working together, at least two, and then hopefully more. And the, the part about more is your second and your third person can train the fourth and the fifth person. And that's what when it gets really exciting. But if you're always stuck in first gear, you're always the first person that a prospect, even a cold prospect, deals with, and then you yourself are nurturing that person through, Without a goal of getting into that second gear, of getting out of that captain's chair yourself and doing absolutely everything yourself, then honestly, all that you've built for yourself is a job. That's the hard truth. You've just built yourself a job that could take, you know, 80 hours a week minimum for your job. The only way to get out of the rat race that is doing absolutely everything yourself is by having. Uh, this, the faith the size of a mustard seed and hiring somebody else when it's first, at first not comfortable to do so. And I believe only by doing that, only by getting somebody, and it may not work with the first person you hire, but you know, we we go through people, we'll probably hire I don't know, three people to get one good person that's going to stick. And that's that's very time intensive, it sure is. But once those people do stick, once they are in place, your stress level comes down by a multiple of probably three or five because you're not having every single conversation. You don't have to put in that massive number of hours or to the extent that you continue to do the same, you're doubling and tripling your own efforts and your own reach and your number of prospects and your number of applications. So you have to do it before it becomes comfortable enough to do it because it never will. They say that if you never, um, If you wait to save up enough money to have a baby, your first baby, you never will because it never seems like the money's there and the same thing is true about hiring your first employee. It's never going to be comfortable and actually it should be somewhat uncomfortable when you can barely pay all the bills. I believe that's when you need to take the next step with a small fire lit under you to make sure that it's successful and not just sit around and dilly-dally but get that person up to speed as fast as possible on what they need to be doing to write applications to help you. I've seen a number of my friends in the online space um, in Medicare do that very thing over the last uh, one or 18 months, one year, 18 months. They've hired their second, their third, and now their fourth agent, and they are cruising along. The production is through the roof, and it's only because they take that leap of faith to move forward. So if you've come into this market thinking that, number one, everything's going to be done for you. Number two, you don't have to be an investigator and research the heck out of everything in the market from every different perspective. And three, you're gonna be staying in first gear doing everything yourself forever and for all time. Then I would suggest maybe you shouldn't just start from the beginning. That's the um, humble and honest approach. If you don't have the long-term goal of sticking with it Getting help along the way, growing, expanding, and you're just looking for a different job, there are a lot easier jobs out there with a lot less stress than getting rejection all the time and going through the same thing about Medicare over and over and over again. And I would encourage you to get one of those things because this is a long term game. This is a quote, get rich slow, end quote, game, not get rich quick. And, you know, I continue to see people going, well, how do you make a million dollars a year? How do you make two million dollars a year? Can you do it in this niche? Yep. You absolutely can. But if you treat it as if it's going to be a part-time gig, if you're halfway in, if you're dipping your toe in, you're just going to learn just what's on one website, no matter whose it is. Just the experiences of one person without networking, without reading, without staying up to date on everything that's new in Medicare, then you're not a professional. You're an employee. And the worst, you're an employee in a job that has costs involved with it. The only way to make yourself truly a business and not just a single uh, person employee is to look at this whole thing as if you're going to have to train somebody else. You're taking it upon yourself to have to train your replacement. And when you take that level of ownership, when you're fully committed to the fact that, oh my gosh, I've got to learn this so much forwards and backwards that I can train somebody else to take my position so I can continue to either do twice as much or do something to work on the business creating content so that people come after me and work on my marketing and attend seminars that are about marketing so that the the uh, prospect flow gets bigger and bigger and faster and faster if that's not your commitment then don't even start it's not for everybody and thank God it's not it's for a limited number of people who have the long-term goal And I've talked about it many times before, including the frequently asked questions over at MedicareAgentTraining.com. Like, how much money do you have to save? Enough that you could go three or four months with nothing coming in with a 100% focus on making your business work at all costs. Burn your bridges behind you. That's the only way I've seen it work. And to the level that somebody else has just cut off everything behind them and they're going 100% in, And they're living and breathing it all day, every day. And this is what they're watching on YouTube when they're sitting at home on the weekend instead of watching sports or watching Netflix and, you know, series after series after series of binge watching other crap. Those are the people that I've seen become massively successful. Those are the people who I've seen make it, you know, five and six figures a month doing Medicare because they went absolutely all in. So if you're wondering, what is it that makes it? a success in this business or what is it that the failures have to happen all the time that's it that's the differentiator and I'm sure it's not unique to the Medicare space by the way I'm sure it's the level of commitment required for any person to be a business owner and find any level of success so I encourage you and it's there's nothing wrong with making a decision that this is not for you but I encourage you to do it sooner rather than later it's all a choice whatever you came in this business with if you're not going to be all in then don't even bother and please don't suck the life out of people who are running at hundred miles an hour to come back to 15 miles an hour and help you when you've not even gotten you know off your butt to learn even the basics of the industry the basics of what the world already has out there like the medicare new guidebook which is available for everybody if you have no level of commitment don't expect anybody at any price you could pay me $5,000 a day to come into your office and teach you about Medicare, but if at the first inkling that I get that you've not even lifted a finger to look at anything about it up to that point, I'm out. I'm out. I only, want, I only want to help people. I don't care what the price is. I only want to care people. work with people who care about it enough that this is their only thing. That's it, because you're not going to be a success if you don't, and it's a waste of both of our time if you don't have that level of commitment, but to the... Few to the few that do, and you are 100% committed at all costs, you've burned your bridges, and this is the only thing, and you are consumed with making this work, and you are in you are like consuming every single thing that you can devour about the topic of sales, marketing, and Medicare. Man, I've been over backwards for those kind of people, I work with them all the time, I make sure that they can get to our events so that we can help them and those are the people who are hungry enough to make it work no matter what the obstacle is in front of them we all have our own struggles we all have our own obstacles and for each person it's different it's a unique thing it's some. It's our family uh... might be your background your finances your language barrier uh... whatever it is we all have come into this uh, unique business with a unique set of challenges but to the people who are committed to make it work no matter what it does just want to encourage you, if you've made that decision, if you've made that choice, you're in the right place. Because I'm here to help you, and there's a community of agents that are here to help you in the forums as well. So make yourself, um, dogs are fighting. Avail yourself of the tools that are out there, and don't give up. But if this is your uh, point in which you say, you know what, this is not for me, I'm not going to make that kind of commitment, then great, good for you. I wish you the best in whatever you decide to do in your life and no hard feelings and no ill will. I just want you to be in a place where you feel um, complete, where you've made the best contribution you can to society, to customers, to seniors, to whoever your customer's ultimately gonna be. Maybe that's just to an employer and you're clocking in and there's no shame in that whatsoever either. Everybody's gotta have their place in life where they feel fulfilled, where they're accomplishing something, where they're putting something out there, creating and helping somebody somewhere. And you also have to take into account responsibilities like your family and your current level of commitment. Some people just can't stop whatever they're doing to invest in themselves to the, for the time or their business with the money to make it work at this point in life. And maybe there'll be a different point in life where you can So all the best to you. And I just hope that at some point this encourages somebody that if this was the business for you, it absolutely is worth doing. It's a long road. That is a fun road. It's always adventurous. And there are things that you'll learn all the time even 10 plus years into it, but it is fun and it's fun to network with other people and go around the world with other people and hang out and share ideas. So if you're all in, I encourage you to stay that way because it's worth the journey. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. For more information and other episodes, visit SeniorAgentPodcast.com.